It's Wednesday, October 20th on the Fun Astrology Podcast. You know what time of the month it is. It sure is. Ow! Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Stop, stop, stop the coyote. It is the full moon, <laughs> but... Hi, Thomas Miller on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Welcome in. We're doing full moon stuff today. So, you know, we're all friends here, right? We are all friends here. And I just want to ask with an honest response, how many of us have felt some kind of angst over the last two weeks? Go ahead. Raise your hand. Nobody's looking. Nobody's looking. Raise your hand. Go ahead. I've got mine up in the booth. I think I I have heard so many comments in emails and just everywhere that people are feeling some kind of angst. And it may have just been a passing, you know, a day or two or a whiff of it over the last two weeks since the moon has been waxing up to today's full moon. Well, this full moon is in Aries. Technically, it appears at three minutes before 11 a.m. East Coast time, Eastern time zone in the United States. This moon is in Aries, opposite the sun in Libra. That happens to be my north node, south node axis. So I can tell you with personal experience, the tension along this axis is very simple. Aries, the warrior symbol. Libra, the symbol of love. Put them together. Make love, not war. The other thing is the moon just crossed over the little planet that we don't still should talk about more but don't, Eris, E-R-I-S. It's the outer, it's the one that's twice as far as Pluto, Eris, the new one that got discovered. Steve Forrest. Oh, Steve Forrest. I got to tell you guys, I got an email from Steve this week. He wants me to read him another book. Yay. I'm so excited. It's a new book coming out, and it's a collection of essays that he wrote over the summer while he was with... um, his wife in New Orleans. She is an artist, and he accompanied her to a trip that she does to New Orleans around art and found himself in a noisy little place that she rents in a certain part of town. I don't know the whole details of it, but couldn't do his normal recordings and everything. So he was like, well, I got to do something. What am I going to do? And he had all these articles from the past, and he combined them into 300 nearly 50 pages of astrological lore. It's going to be great. And I get to bring it to audiobook. I'm so excited. Oh, I just love reading for Steve. It's such an honor. But back to the business at hand. Steve attributed Eris and Pluto's aspect last January as part of the COVID. I like to say ball drop. To me, that symbolizes New York City, the Times Square. The ball comes down on Uh, top of the tower there in Times Square, and that signifies the countdown to the new year. Well, to me, this was the ball drop of COVID-19. Steve brings Eris right into that as a symbol. So the moon just has been waxing up to and crossing over Eris in its path on its way to this full moon. And then I found this article that I thought was just funny. I'm looking at it on Outsider.com. And you know, whenever an outsider looks at astrology, <laughs> they I think this is about the outdoors, but I, they don't get astrology. They really don't. It's kind of funny when you see non-astrologers trying to understand astrology or explain it away, you know, this kind of thing. But they were saying, here's kind of what this thing says. Been feeling a little odd lately. 
Well, that's okay. Blame the hunter's moon for that. Scientists say that it's normal, and you are not going crazy. <laughs> the hunter's moon, that's this one that we're having, takes place in the sign of Aries. And in this case, it says it's set to take place on October 20th. The hunter's moon is named after the time period where Native Americans began gathering meats for the long winters ahead. And then skipping ahead a little bit in the article here where it, it, then it says, Now people are saying that the hunter's moon can affect your mental health and your physical health on top of that. And on top of that is all the other typical full moon things that we enjoy. <laughs> oh, and then the article goes on. The title of it, if you'd like to look it up, is The Hunter's Moon Can Cause Bizarre Physical Symptoms, Experts Say. Well, around here, we just know it's full moon season and we just follow the moon around. So one more couple of days period of the moon in Aries is not that big of a deal. And by the way, it moves out of Aries this afternoon. If you're following this from East Coast or Eastern time zone, three minutes before 4 p.m., the moon moves from Aries into Taurus. Now, you know what the uh, good article failed to mention is that there is a square between the moon and Pluto. <laughs> of course, it didn't mention that. And that there's a square between Pluto and the sun and Mars. Oh, my. Which makes that a T-square to the moon and the sun's opposition of each other. So we've got a T-square to Pluto. And is Saturn in the neighborhood as well? Good question. No, it is not. It's a little too far into Aquarius. But significant to me in looking at today's chart is that we do have Saturn and Jupiter in Aquarius, as you know, which is two signs over from Aries, right? Aquarius, Pisces, Aries, boom, boom. That's a 60-degree sextile aspect. So we do have Saturn and Jupiter and the moon and Eris and even Chiron in this quagmire of connectivity with Pluto at the pinnacle of this square, this double square, this T-square between the moon and the sun. Okay, Outdoor.com, any other questions? <laughs> you just heard why the angst. And with all of this coming, you know, you can't hardly open the headlines without seeing that Aquarian tension of authoritarian control increasing and the other side of the coin, don't tell me what to do, challenging it in a lot of places and a lot of ways now. So it's kind of interesting to me what maybe this full moon will kick off from Aries. I don't know. We'll just see. But there is... Well, really, what this is bringing in is this whole structure around the Saturn-Pluto in Capricorn. So we've got Pluto and Capricorn here. And then the next sign over where all the energy was headed, Aquarius. And we've been talking about this. Aquarius is the challenge between the two sides of the coin. Authoritarianism is the shadow side of Aquarians' independence, fierce independence. So we knew this was coming. It's not going to go away anytime soon. Why? Because even though Jupiter moves out in December from Aquarius to Pisces, Saturn is still in there for another two years. And then when Saturn dances out, Pluto dances in and for 20 years. So, I mean, this is, get, I mean, if, if, 
get used to it is basically kind of the thing. And it will work its way out in all kinds of skirmishes in different ways. But I don't think we've begun to even scratch the surface of what this is going to look like. Well, I hope that the moon is not under a clouded sky where you are so that you can slip out and see it. And if you do, just in honor of the Fun Astrology Podcast, I hope that with a little crowd of people around, you too will 